0: you need indeed
1: hello and welcome to the rotowire fantasy soccer show i'm adam zedroik joined by ryan balangi we're talking i think the first ever seven game slate in Champions League, and it, this also happens to include Manchester City, PSG, Chelsea, and Real Madrid. Ryan, are you ready for this?
2: <laughs> I mean, I'm as ready as I can be. I guess. <laughs> yeah, first ever seven seven game slate, and I mean, you know, it's sort of one, it's sort of a nightmare slate with with City and PSG, like 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 they're always going to be. I mean, last week it was similar um Mbappe came out and scored two goals no one really played him uh Holland scored a brace some people played him uh but you know of course then there's Neymar and Messi um and then you know KDB Then we have the Real Madrid guys so like all of you know I think most of the ownership will gravitate towards PSG and Man City I mean like usual And there's five other games to pick from. And I mentioned it a little bit last time, but leverage is like the name of the game in in Champions League. It's much different than the Premier League, in my opinion, because you can get guys, you know, under 5% capable of scoring two goals and plenty of guys. I mean, just, just in last night's slate, I was the only one. I was the only person who played... Diaby in both the 333 which has 100 people and the the qualifier and you know there's plenty of guys like that uh the slates before that I mentioned with like the Spurs guys and the Napoli guys and you know we have the Napoli guys on this slate so for tournaments it's very interesting for cash games um it seems pretty daunting you know because we have so many options especially at midfield and defender there are a ton of options uh but I think cash games is pretty straightforward, actually. Uh, there's just one major question. I think there's one question for cash games, and we'll get into that.
1: Okay. Yeah, it seems like so. The other 99 people in the 333 didn't listen to the show. They thought they're too good for the show. When we when we said on our show that yesterday or two days ago, you know, Atletico Madrid away from home. Why not buy your Leverkusen? No one's going to be looking at them. Uh, I mean, I'm yeah, sure you and probably way, had some. You probably had some Schick on on your squad too. He hit the post a couple times. I feel like, but you
2: just took the words out of my mouth. Yep, Shik hit the crossbar. He hit the post. So, yep. So you're right. I mean, we've been we've uh we've been on it. Yeah, the week I mean, yeah. With, uh with M- M- Mudric from M- Mikhail Mudric from Shakhtar.
1: Yeah. So this one, this one's a little different. I think the thing is with Mbappe and Neymar, like all these guys, almost at 13k, you basically need Mbappe to repeat what he did last game with with a brace. You need him to get to that number, which obviously is possible. They're playing Maccabi Haifa, so uh, you know. But are all their guys going to get two goals? Are all their guys going to get on the score sheet multiple times? That's kind of where you know the difference is going to be because you got Messi at 10.9k. Holland is at 11.6k against his former team. He has minus 230 odds to score. Next highest on the slate, Mbappe is minus 145. So you have the questions here. But because of Messi, because he's 1k more than 1k cheaper than Neymar, is your cash route plugging in Messi at forward?
2: Yeah, I think it is definitely. Um, like you, you mentioned, Mbappe and Neymar over 12k. And Holland up there, too. You can't really consider these guys for cash at those prices. And uh, Neymar hasn't really been taking sets in the, in the last few matches, at least, you know, maybe one or two, but not like he was earlier in the season. Um, and also at those price tags, like for tournaments, even these guys need 20 plus points to beat you. Uh, 18 points, you know, 16 points, one goal or whatever. Yeah, that's that's probably not enough. There's there's not much cheap value on this Slater, especially at forward and even at midfield as far as like really cheap value. So it's tough to afford those price tags. But then, yeah, Messi, I mean, cheaper than those other guys, you know, taking the sets. And I think you want a piece of PSG against Maccabi Haifa. Uh, so, yeah, I'm I'm comfortable starting my lineups with Messi.
1: Yeah, his his goal. Yeah, I notice here his goal odds are worse than Mbappe than Neymar, and he has been kind of struggling to score, I guess, for the past month yeah. or so. At and I mean, they should
2: be, they should be, because he plays a bit deeper, and mm-hmm. and Mbappe and Neymar take pens,
1: right? And I mean, how much does that even matter in this matchup? Maybe he is playing deeper, but I mean, what is that going to be the top of the box against Maccabi Haifa? <laughs> like, right. is that going to be a, a like, massive difference here?
2: Yeah, I agree. The pricing is like kind of accurate for these PSG guys, just like based on what they've done so far. But this matchup is so good that, yeah, I agree with you. It
1: like evens it out a bit. So forwarding cash games, we got Messi. Are we, I don't know, I don't know who your option is, but I don't know if I'm crazy for for plugging in this Maccabi Haifa guy in my squad. But uh, what are your thoughts on Haziza at 4,100? am I thinking too much? Am I going, is this incorrect
2: here? Yeah, I'm not, I don't think, no, I don't think it's necessarily incorrect um, because the rest of these forwards are just not good for cash. Like, okay, Phil Foden would be the next place you could go. Uh, 8,500, you know, still taking a few sets, playing for city. He's actually played 90 minutes more often than, than not this season. Um, So you could go to Foden. uh, But after that, there really aren't guys with floors. And then, so one of these cheap guys makes sense because, you know, I alluded to like one big question on this slate, and that's whether you play Kevin De Bruyne or not. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of midfield options and decent ones, but De Bruyne is obviously the best. Um, But if you want to play him and Messi, you're going to need one of these cheap forwards. So, uh, so it can kind of be anyone because there's just, there's no one and there's no one above them really. So, I don't, you know, I don't really want to roster. Does this guy from Maccabi Haifa that you mentioned, does he take sets? He does. Well, you know, that, that's good enough
1: because, right. to
2: be honest, there's, he might be the cheapest forward on the whole slate who starts, right? I mean,
1: he technically is like a wing back
2: and I just mean forward eligible. Yeah. 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 He, he's probably the, cheapest or one of them I mean somebody else on Maccabi Haifa is probably gonna be cheaper but uh, yeah, yeah kind I'd of,
1: that. so it, it's if any watch our show last week I kind of mentioned him almost as a joke
2: yeah, uh, last week yeah
1: <laughs> but I mean he was he's 4300 at Benfica I, I saw he took set pieces and he, you know, like he's drawing a lot of fouls. He drew a lot of fouls against Benfica. He does a little bit of other things, and while yeah. he could, you know, commit five fouls against Neymar and company, maybe he gets two corners, and you know, maybe he gets some other random stats. And I mean, even if his floor is like six points, like that's 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 not the worst thing. So, I mean, four point one k that allows you to get both Messi, both De Bruyne, spend up at defender. So, I mean. Like, it just depends who else you're actually using at forward.
2: Yeah, you're right. I think it's fine. Um, and Maccabi Haifa's matchup against PSG is much better than them playing against Manchester City. Right. So it's, it's uh, yeah, it's okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much it means for them playing at home, but it's, I mean, it's better than playing away, I guess, so.
2: Yeah, and, and really, it's just, it's all about getting kdb and messi that's like really what it's about um because yeah that yeah i mean we'll get we'll talk about when we get to midfield but there's a lot of options Mm. does
1: anyone else stand out at forward like what if hazard starts 5500 home against leipzig
2: yeah that you know that would be acceptable i mean you know you get you're gonna get 60 minutes out of them though you know um never loved that and he he doesn't really have much of a floor i mean he's more of a name at this point but it's a pretty good matchup for pretty good name at least yeah no no don't i'm <laughs> not you know he he's still very talented and i i you know I, I still believe in in him in that regard but 60 minutes and not much of a floor i don't know like sure i guess but mm-hmm. um for tournaments yeah you know Okay, for tournaments, Chelsea. You know, we got to talk about Chelsea. I hate Chelsea. Um, oh, man. But Chelsea. I like, I like okay. Graham Potter. Um, so we might have a new Chelsea in the, in the near future. Um, but as far as this slate, Sterling and Kai Havertz are relatively cheap compared to these other guys.
1: Are you, um, are you going back to the Kai Havertz well because Graham Potter is there? Is that what's going on?
2: I don't think so. I don't think so. You know 6, okay, I, would, I, I would though if I was playing. Yeah, okay. So he
1: was he was like fifty five hundred in the last Premier League match, wasn't he? Um, I don't
2: know. At some point, yeah, he was in that range. <laughs> um, but you know, if you look at these goal scoring odds, his salary is one of the cheaper salaries of the guys with the, you know, the the best goal scoring odds. So if you believe in Chelsea, you know, it's not the worst thing. If I was making uh, twenty plus lineups, yeah, I'd I'd have some haverts. Um, but I I think I I, I kind of like Dusan Vlahovic for Juventus, um, and I, I see like maybe Milic would start for forty eight hundred. You know, that'd be I'd be fine taking a chance on him too in tournaments. Yeah. Juventus home against Benfica. Um, but, yeah, forward's tough. I mean, there's not, like, there's not much here. I guess I should say, like, Bernardo Silva, some people would say, is in the conversation for cash games because he's 7,300 and you get a piece of Manchester City.
1: Yeah, you get elite, really a really less
2: popular that, piece. Yeah, it's not really a move that, that I would make. But, yeah, I don't know. Am, am I missing anything?
1: Well, just for terms, do you think that, so, because we have Manchester City and PSG in these spots, do you think that just, like, all of their high-end guys are going to be kind of split? So, like, if you can get, like, a massive stack with with one of these teams, I mean, you, you know, like, Mbappe, you know Neymar, Messi, De Bruyne, uh, whoever starts up front for Man City. Like, you know these guys are going to be pretty popular, but all of them on the same team, like, if you can fit them, I mean, this will it'll be more difficult. I guess it is pretty difficult for both teams, but I mean, you do have cheaper midfielders for PSG to where like, yeah. you can get like five yeah. PSG guys in your team. And, yeah. you know, sometimes that works, especially That's, on a slate like no, this. I, like, think,
2: I think you're exactly right.
1: Like if they score That's, five goals and you get, <clears throat> you get a random Vitina or Marco Veretti goal. Or right. Assist out and um,
2: that strategy is going to be, I would say different than the field. I think the field is going to play one of those guys in right. in most of their lineups. So yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh and I guess the final thing I should mention uh the forwards in the Sevilla Copenhagen match are all cheap. Um you know, that's not like the greatest game to target, but uh if you can get a cheap goal from that game, yeah, that'd be nice. So you know, and and, is he, and Nezri or whatever his name is has pretty good goal scoring odds for fifty one hundred.
1: Yeah, I mean the hope with just the thing is if you don't want you don't want any of the if you don't use the top three PSG guys or the top three or four Man City guys, is that you kind of hope that you know all those guys only make the score sheet once at max. And, you know, even if they score three or four goals, they're spread out kind of a thing. And yeah, then, like you're getting uh, – for these other teams, you're getting maybe making the score sheet multiple times. Like if you look at the, the Napoli match or something like exactly. that. Like you – you're still – you're spending down, but you're still hoping like even if those guys kind of match. Like if – Yeah. Like if – uh No, Steelers... I'm glad you brought
2: that up. You're not going to get beat by by – 18, 19, 20 points from these these guys above 10k. It would be a, a really good strategy if you just didn't play anyone on the whole slate that's above 10k. None of the PSG guys, no Holland, no KDB. I mean, yes, it's risky, but like you said, you can afford goals from those guys, just not multiple goals. And then you you would have like you would have you know like three or four guys per lineup, like single digit owned. So like, that's, that's a really good strategy for cash games. And then, yeah, you mentioned, uh, Napoli against Rangers, uh, when they were on yesterday's slate, all these guys were over 10 K. These Napoli guys were over 10 K, uh, on this last slate. And now they're, they're like way down. You have, uh, this Georgian kid, Kavichuk, Kvaric Shelia, or whatever his name is. Kvara. Uh, that's that's is. it.
1: That's it. You got it.
2: But, uh, I mean, this kid's a stud. He's he, 21 years old, and he can, like, pretty much do everything. I've, I think I've only seen him play three times, but, like, really impressive. You can see him, like, ending up at a bigger club. Um, and then, yeah, Napoli just tore through Liverpool. And Rangers just got shredded by Ajax. So, I mean... You could see something like that happen again. It's too, it's too bad O'Shemon's oh, not playing, but still, Napoli have a bunch of other guys you could go to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you just fade some, if you if you decided to just fade those guys, it'd be a really good strategy. Again, if you if you get hat tricks from a couple of them, you're just gonna lose for sure. But you're gonna lose a lot of times anyways on Champions League, no matter what you do.
1: So right, I think the move is instead of like just trying to pick one or pick two and, and guess like here I'm gonna get. I'm going to get uh, Mbappe and I'm going to go with Foden instead of like trying to guess with that I'd either just go all in get as many Man City or PSG guys as possible in your team one one team that is or just like you said just do someone else do other teams um at least in tournaments that's I mean that's obviously this is obviously tournament strategy but I think I think it's going to be a lot of the popular move people are going to be like oh I want a piece of this a piece of that but a lot of times it's like, OK, you're just did you mean it. like
2: going all like going all in on just like one or two of the top guys. Or, or what what did you mean? I, I sorry, I, I didn't catch it all.
1: Instead of just like trying to pick like one or two guys from each team and trying to guess what guy is going to go off for them. I think you either go all in on one of the teams or avoid both of them. Because yeah, I think yeah. I think it's going to okay. be a popular strategy where people are going to try and get are trying going to match up one one or two PSG and Man City guys together and you know hope that the guy they pick gets the brace kind of a thing and right. I think that'll be popular but I, I don't think like sure you could get you could get a brace with Holland you could get a brace with with Mbappe you could get those two guys together or I guess in tournaments do you think like do you think Mbappe and Holland will be the most popular just based off what they did last week kind of a thing? Do you think people will use them together?
2: No, I don't think okay. people will use them together. Again, I, I don't really, I don't know. Maybe people will though, actually. I've, I've started to realize that people think very different than me for the most part. Um, so m- maybe people will. Um, but Mbappe, Mbappe, you know, him being twelve eight should keep it down a little bit, at least. I don't know. That's what I think. I think Holland going against his former club would be more popular. Messi will be more popular because of the price. Neymar, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think the price would keep, I don't know, Mbappe the lowest owned of the PSG guys. But again, I
1: could be wrong. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, maybe. Um, I
2: don't, like, pay attention enough to that stuff, but I'll, I'll check it out t-
1: tonight. Um, do you remember the, the – what – how many people were on, like, Lewandowski yesterday? Because he was 11.9K. Like, even, like, a small single entry, Lewandowski at 11.9K as an underdog yesterday, he was still 25% in, like, a small oh, that, single entry.
2: Oh, yeah. Do you know what he was in the main or uh, – um, no, no it's okay. that, it, but... it, it doesn't matter. But yeah. So what you're saying is they end up like more on
1: than you think. Right. It's like you you got the big name you got. You know, he's going to score goals. You know, you know how yeah. good he is kind of a thing. So I, I, yeah. I just think sometimes price doesn't matter.
2: Yeah, no, I think you're right. Yeah.
1: But if we go between Holland and Mbappe, I think it's pretty obvious that Holland's going to be more popular just because he's cheaper and because he's better odds to score. So,
2: yeah, I just checked the main and Lewandowski was 20%. So, yeah.
1: again, I mean, that's, like that's, that's higher. High. Than,
2: yeah, that's pretty high.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously, this is a different slate where you have many more high end guys, but.
2: But you're right. I mean, none of these PSG guys are, none of the, and none of those guys are going to be low owned by any means. Mm-hmm. They're going to be very popular.
1: So midfield and cash games, De Bruyne, do we plug in Messi and De Bruyne together? De Bruyne is $10K, uh, I think, a reasonable price. They're at home. Uh, I mean, it's. I mean, that's pretty safe cash move, wouldn't, wouldn't you say? Just plug those guys in together? Yeah, yeah. Um... Because otherwise, at the top end, as I mean, especially in midfield, it's like, what else are you going after here? Um, I guess Zielinski, if you want, if you want eighty seven hundred Zielinski, but I, I guess, but I mean, no,
2: you, you, you don't want that. Sorry, I was just uh, playing around with the lineup a little. Yeah, you want, uh, you want KD being messy. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. Um, Zielinski, no. He has, he's only played longer than 76 minutes one time this season. Um, Mason Mount. Yeah, no, I'm not going to touch the Chelsea set piece situation in Grand Potter's first match. Just nope. no way. Um, you know, hopefully going forward though, Chelsea become a little bit easier to play. You know, Grand Potter normally plays his best players longer than 60, 70 minutes. He normally has a guy that's, you know, is going to be taking the corners. So hopefully that happens, but I'm not guessing in the first match, um, going down a little bit, you got Kostich 7,200. Um, again, this isn't Philip Kostich for mind Frankfurt. Um, mm. he's taking some of the sets, but you know, not like less than half, maybe he'll take half. Um, and he's getting subbed. Sometimes, and he'll probably get subbed again with Angel Di Maria back on the bench. So I'm not going to go there, at least not for cash games. Um, You know, and last last week we had Tony Cruz way underpriced at fifty one hundred. He didn't do that great against Celtic, but he's still underpriced here at fifty eight hundred for a home match against uh, against Leipzig, who have really been struggling. So, yeah, you're probably just going to plug KDB and Cruz in like that's pretty easy. Um, a guy I didn't mention that looks pretty good, too, though, is uh, Solvesly, 6,600 for Leipzig on the other side of that matchup. Um, he's finally getting, like, a good run in the side, 90 minutes in consecutive games, taking most of the sets, scoring goals. Um, so I like Solvesly, too. But De Bruyne and Cruz seem pretty easy for cash games.
1: Yeah, I uh, I think that you can actually – in cash games, if you don't want Cruz to actually look at these cheap PSG midfielders like Varati and Vitina, um, only because they're cheap. I mean, I know they don't take set pieces or anything, but I mean, just given the matchup, you think they're gonna get to five points just because of you know how offensive PSG are gonna be. And then, you know, Real Madrid against Leipzig, it's not it's not as good of a situation as PSG and you still have like the lack of upside with Cruz. Uh, like I still think that the PSG guys are actually usable if you need, you know, the extra what 700 extra almost 2k for vatinia So,
2: yeah, uh, you know, I see what you're saying, but to be honest, I wouldn't do it. Ferrati's yeah. price too close. I mean, look, I'm always looking for reasons to fade Cruz, Um, and I don't play him in tournaments, but this is still a cheap price for cash games. And the other thing is, he's going to be pretty popular. And while he doesn't have like consistent upside, if he gets an assist from a corner and scores 16, 18 points, you're going to be in big trouble. Um, And he's been taking some more shots recently, too. I think it's possible, you know, we'll have to see what happens, but I think it's possible he might be a little bit better this season with uh, Chumeni instead of, instead of Casemiro, but Mm -hmm. uh, let's just wait and see. I mean, better from a DFS perspective. Um, But yeah, like, you know, I don't love Cruz, but for cash, I, I I think it's, I think he's still a pretty good play at that price. Um, But like, I see what you're saying and, I guess if you really needed it, you know, Verratti's not that cheap though. The Juventus guys are cheap. Like actually like Paredes and Moretti have been like sort of splitting some corners for, for Juventus and you know, they're favored one's 4k and one's 3.6k. Again, I just, I don't think you need it.
1: Um, Would yeah. you play Quadrado if he's in like the front three or something?
2: Yeah, that's another one. Glad you mentioned that. Um, I think it looks better than it is. Like, it seems like, like same as Kostic. Quadrado's not really going to take sets. He's going to take like one or two sets, maybe. Mm -hmm. And he's going to get subbed, probably. Like, especially with like Di Maria there. And they, I know they have a lot of injuries, but they're still subbing they're still subbing those guys. Uh, I know quadrado picked up a red over the weekend. So I, you know, I don't know if that maybe gives them a better chance to play 90. Um, but no, I just, I, no, I wouldn't do it. Like you, I wouldn't do it for cash games. You can't play quadrado over Tony Cruz, even though you'd like to, right. <laughs> I, know you, I know you'd like to, but you just can't do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jack Grealish, if he starts, he's 5,600.
2: No, that's, oh, that's, like, that's better. That's very cheap. So, like, yeah, you'd have to consider that. He always disappoints when he's cheap, but now he's, like, extra cheap. So, yeah, you know, I'd be fine considering that.
1: I mean, there's a lot of guys just, like, if you go down, like, below 5K even. Like, you have Eric Lamela expected to start. I didn't play last match, but... 4,800, I mean, going against Copenhagen, I mean, it's, I mean, that'll be an interesting matchup. It seems like everyone in that game is cheap. And I mean, for good reason, you you have the low implied goal total, but I mean, I mean there could be three, four goals in that. This is champions league. So.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think it's a good game to target for tournaments. I mean, not for cash games, Um, but yeah, I I think that's what you meant. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of options in this range. Another guy, uh, Fetty Valverde. He's got two goals and two assists already this season, and he's been playing in the front three more often than not. So take a look at Real Madrid's formation when it comes out, because Valverde has upside in the front three for a pretty, you know, cheapish salary.
1: I assume he'd be up there just because Benzema's out and like that's what he was doing last season, but. You're right, right.
2: Unless, I don't know if they play like a slightly different formation without Benzema, but yeah, just, you know, see. Uh,
1: Yeah, I mean, we have, what they do over the weekend. So they, I mean, they still ran a four through three over the weekend. It was just Hazard played as like the central striker. And he went 59 minutes. (laughs) Though I guess, yeah, I mean, against Mallorca and...
2: Yeah. You know, the these Sevilla guys, I just, I hate, you know, always hate playing Sevilla because just everybody gets subbed and you never know like when, yeah, every, everybody gets subbed. Like, but for, for tournaments, I think it's fine. Like Lamella seems to get subbed later than the other guys. Um, I see like Isco, Isco started and played 90 last game, I believe. I don't, I think we have him in the expected lineup but he's only 3800. So I mean yeah, everyone's cheap in that game. You can you can play that game for
1: tournaments. Yeah, everyone is cheap for Sevilla. Uh even like I mean and I don't actually know. like
2: N N Naziri he goes 90 more so than the other guys. If I mean, I'm not saying he's going to, but just because, you know, he's a big target man and the other guys are you know not inter- the other guys are interchangeable?
1: Yeah, um I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's, yeah, just, that's how
2: it was. That's how it was last season. And right, I, I
1: he and went ninety play. over the weekend. Yeah, um, there's
2: like that's that's how they have done it in the past.
1: I mean, they're just hard to project, just because we saw what they what they did against Man City last week. It was like, all right, here's here's Sevilla. We're at home. We know we're going against Manchester City, but Let's put like seven defenders on the field and see what happens. That lineup was hilarious. (laughs) Let's put Alex Tellis as like in an attacking position. Maybe this will help, you know, defend.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's not the same Sevilla as it was in recent seasons. They used to be like, they used to be really tough and they could play big teams really tough. I don't, they've struggled recently, but I don't know. You know, this is Copenhagen. They could put a few past Copenhagen.
1: I mean, they're in this spot. Uh, because like they had what Diego Carlos, Jules Kundu, like their back line was gutted. Uh, They have completely new setbacks. Those are
2: like, right, exactly. Really good defenders. They had, you know, Lucas Ocampos and good, better, better attackers as well. Other guys I'm not thinking of, but yeah.
1: Yeah, this isn't like the same. This isn't the same defense as last season for why they're actually in Champions League. Right. Uh, Goodelge, I don't know how much he played last season, but like Nianzu was
2: Goudej is yeah. a center midfielder, so that's like they're We're, putting him there for like I don't know.
1: I mean he was he was just like a backup at Bayern Munich and he rarely played kind of a thing. Uh, oh,
2: I think the I think he's young and and gonna be really good, but yeah, yeah,
1: I know. I'm just saying he just he still doesn't have a ton of experience. Right,
2: no, it's, right, right, right. So yeah, Kobe, the, the game is a good tournament target. I mean, mm-hmm. we keep saying it. Everyone in that game is cheap, and one, you, you know, one of those teams can easily score two goals.
1: Uh, anything else? I mean, we could just read off all of these guys because there's. probably I mean, we a talked lot about of-
2: like almost like tons of guys. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, we seriously,
0: could just, we could just read off all these names and, you know, a lot of them would be fine, but right, so. we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: This episode is brought to you by Hyperice Uh, I've not read your article yet, so I don't know what your thoughts are. But speaking of grand potter, I, I like I like the Chelsea wingbacks backs in, in this spot. They're home against maybe not this spot so much, but I, I I like them going forward more than I did before under Tuchel. So like if you can get a sixty five hundred Greece James, we don't know set pieces. That is gonna be an issue, but Six thousand five hundred wing back Reese James fifty seven hundred if Cucurella starts we'll see who, with that but yeah do you like the Chelsea wing backs in this spot are you spending okay. up for them both defender
2: I, I is tough defender is very tough I think you might have ten defenders on this slate who could take set pieces we'll we'll run through them. Um, these Chelsea guys, man, you know, Reese James has really, really hurt me a lot this season. Um, he pretty much hasn't taken set pieces since the, the first game of the season. Um, I like the price. It's nice to see him cheap cheaper now, but I still, I'm, I, I can't prioritize it. Like, he's fine for tournaments, but I don't even, I'm not prioritizing it for cash. Like, he just hasn't been taking sets. Now, if he comes out, and takes them with Graham Potter now, he's going to be a great play. But I don't know, man. I'm not – I don't really feel like taking that risk when there's other defenders to play, although there's some risk with pretty much all these defenders. I'm not playing Cucurella either if if Chilwell's on the bench. I mean, just not doing that to myself. Vice versa as well. If Chilwell starts and Cucurella's on the bench, like I just don't want to do that to myself. Um Okay, so then going down, Cancelo, you know, fine for tournaments. He's been crushing recently, a couple assists and a goal, but not for cash games. Um, Mario Rui for Napoli has been taking a few corners, but not as many more recently now that Politano and Zielinski are starting. So probably not going to go there. Um, David Rahm for Leipzig is going to split with Soboslai, I think he's fine. I think he would be fine. Um, Marcus Acuna is has been taking most of them for Sevilla, but he got subbed at half over the weekend for Alex Telles. Not uh, you know, not the greatest sign when you have two left backs taking set pieces. You know, Sevilla makes subs like we spoke about. So I not, you know, I don't really want to go there, at least for cash games. Um, James Tavernier. I would play for sure if, you know, I knew that he was fit. He uh, came off injured after 45 minutes last week against Ajax. He's like, I guess, a little bit of a doubt for this game, but I think he's going to play. So, like, I still like Tav because he takes at least half the sets and he's got penalties and, like, you know he's going to play 90 minutes. At least you know he will when he's fit. So there's a little risk there. Um, Going down still, Sergi Gomez for City. Um, He's actually taken a set piece in both of his matches so far. Now, you know, he's not like going to take a lot of them when KDB and Foden and Mars and them are there. But he's got clean sheet equity, too, and he plays for Man City. So, like, you could consider Sergi Gomez. But in this range, I think I would go, you know, I think I would go with Tavernier. I would for sure if he's healthy, Um, but then
1: still on the Tavernier train.
2: Yeah. You know, I thought he signed for Bournemouth. If you remember our uh, first podcast of the season, but you know, it turns out he's still on Rangers and he crushes for Rangers. It's not the greatest matchup uh, against Napoli, but it's not the worst either. And Rangers are pretty good in Europe.
1: Hmm? Did you play him last week?
2: Yeah, I did. Definitely. Okay. <laughs> it, it, it hurt. It hurt. Yeah. Um, so. But I, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just, just to finish it off, yeah, we'll go, go down ahead. just go down just a little bit. Probably the first guy I'd plug in for cash games is this Christiansen 3900 for Copenhagen.
1: Okay. So, okay. Cash games. Christiansen is the first guy. All right.
2: Yeah, I think so. Just because, you know, it's weird to like choose a Copenhagen guy <laughs> over all these other guys. And yeah. we don't have that much evidence, but he took most of their set pieces uh, last time. He's left-footed, and it seems like he'll do that again. Like, you know, me and you, me and you did a little research pre-pod and found out, you know, a guy that had been taking sets before is not on the team anymore so you know Christensen took them last time uh kids 19 he looks like a pretty decent prospect and you know so he should continue to take those left-footed ones i feel pretty good about that for 3900 you know these other guys aren't safe and i don't think any of these 5k guys are in like smash spots so like yeah i'm cool with starting with Christensen.
1: All right. Yeah, we started, I don't know, a few minutes late this morning because we were trying to figure out what was going on with Copenhagen set pieces and uh, not to bash who scored, but their corner numbers are incorrect. So if you're using them for corners, I look elsewhere, but yeah, they're I'm definitely
2: not sure. incorrect and relatively often.
1: Right. So <laughs> you mentioned Tavernier 5200. But what about on the other side with uh Borna Barisic?
2: Yep, yep. Borna Barisic will take the other corners. Um, it's what okay for yeah, no, I Kershenson think he's fine.
1: Just and Barisic in your cash as cash defenders is that too much?
2: I think it'd be okay, but <laughs> I would rather get up to. Yeah, I think be okay, but I would rather get up to a 5k guy. I, yeah. I would try to get up to a at least
1: one guy. defender who is actually favored.
2: Yeah, like Barisic takes corners, but he doesn't really do that much else. I mean, he crosses, but I mean, he doesn't really when they're underdogs like this against Napoli, like he might have a five six point floor or something. But I don't know. Like, I don't know if you necessarily even want that.
1: Yeah, they're just uh there's just a lot of options, especially if you don't go if you don't go to the peak here. So
2: Yeah, like I'd rather like you said, I'd rather have a at least one favored defender. Or if I'm gonna start two underdogs, have the other one be Tavernier because I mean he takes pens and scores goals and takes free kicks. So yeah.
1: Are you considering I don't know how much you mentioned about Hakimi, but he's fifty six hundred.
2: Oh no, but I'm glad you brought that up. Um I think he'd be fine for tournaments. i am considering the cheaper guys, I like Nuno Mendez.
1: Yeah. For he's 43. 43, okay. I yeah. mean
2: I, I love Nuno Mendez as a player. Uh, you know, we've mentioned he's not the most consistent for DFS, but he has he has tons of upside in, in a matchup like this, like assist upside. Um so yeah, I like Nuno Mendez and then you know, maybe, like, a lower-owned guy in the same range for tournaments. Uh, Carvajal, guys like that are okay. Carvajal or Mendy. Like, I mean, Carvajal gets forward more. He's had a couple assists recently. Um, I think I like guys like that for, for tournaments.
1: There's so many guys. Like, the fact that Nuno Mendez is 4,300, uh, he has a chance created, at least one chance created, in every game he's played this season. It yeah, just- like... Mm-hmm. Sorry, it, go ahead. No, it just seems like because all these forwards are so expensive, because Mbappe and Neymar are above 12K, they move down the price of, uh, you know, a lot of these guys.
2: Uh, yeah, he, he's still seen – he's underpriced, though. Like, you know, would you rather play Nuno Mendes or Borna Barisic? Right. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, you might get different answers from different people, but I think Mendes is cheap enough where he'd even be fine, and right. cash is, as cash a is last piece.
1: Yeah, I mean Sergio Gomez, forty nine hundred. Sergio would be fine too. I mean, plays for City,
2: and we've seen him play once, and he crossed the ball. So, okay, here's the thing. Okay,
1: this is like the opposite of yesterday when it was like plug in TAA, plug in Simicass, and right, like the exact don't even look opposite. at anyone else.
2: The exact opposite. I mean, how easy was that? Right, and they both smashed. Right. Okay, so. Sergi Gomez, um, he's playing with Erling Holland as his striker now, uh, who's very good in the air. So City are going to cross the ball more this season. You look and see that Gomez had what six crosses last week. Yeah. But another, it brings me to a point about Chelsea. Okay, when we were when we we're rostering Reece James and he just continuously does nothing, and even the other guy? Well, you look at Chelsea's center forwards, and they're starting Sterling and Pulisic, two guys who are like 5'5 or something. Why is Reese James ever going to cross the ball? Okay, and this this is the same as it's always been for Chelsea. If we go back a couple years... Look at some of the crossing numbers when Olivier Giroud would start or when Tammy Abraham would start or when Romelu Lukaku would start, okay? They don't have guys like that now. So when you look at a lineup and, you know, they got three little people starting up top. Oh, my God. You can't you can't expect <laughs> them to, you know, be whipping in crosses, you know, which just makes them not as safe.
1: Man, you t- I have to like, I don't know if I have to apologize on your behalf, but okay. Raheem Sterling is 5'7 and Pulisic is 5'10. Um, oh,
2: okay. My bad.
1: Sorry. <laughs> you know, um,
2: trying to make a point, though.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, uh, let me check. Obama, Obama Yang's 6'2. So there's a chance but he starts.
2: That was so that was just the last match when I really, really noticed it. it was the last match was because Sterling and Pulisic started. And it reminded me of all the times when it used to happen. Uh, I forget who used to start. Who did they used to have somebody that would start instead of a couple? I don't know. It doesn't matter. But uh, when Havertz is in there, you know, Havertz is pretty good in the air. So, of course, they're going to cross to Havertz. And, you know, now they have Obama Yang. But just look for stuff like that sometimes.
1: Mm -hmm. I will say, like, just in terms of Grand Potter and, and Brighton and stuff, It seems like, I mean, his lineups always were pretty, like, you had some pretty offensive guys playing on the wing in his, like, uh, Leandro Trossard has moved to the wing for Brighton over the past year. And, like, he, I mean, he's a guy who used to play attacking midfield, even forward at times. Like, he's been playing on the left wing for them. They've had March there, Cucurella there. Um, You know, they've had pretty attacking players, though. So I think, like, he likes the guys who, get forward more. So I, I, I don't know. I just think that helps uh, just the Chelsea wingbacks in general. I mean, obviously yeah, this is the yeah, first I game. Hope we're right.
2: I hope you're right. I hope you're right. You know, I I'm a big Graham Potter fan too, and I'm been a big fan of playing Reese James. So like, yeah, I want, I want to keep playing him. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just worried about it.
1: So is this for, for cash games, I guess first, is this a three defender slate? Uh, because I think it can be, yeah. Because I think you have these cheap be. defenders here.
2: I don't think it needs to be, but um, like I guess it depends what you want to do at keeper, um, and I guess but, it depends how you rate some of the other midfielders.
1: But I think just um, if you have like the four if you have 4k or something sitting in utility, like would you want? I mean, yeah Nuno then i would then i would make it a
2: three no then I would make it a three defender slate right if I had 4k ish if I had 4k-ish at util yeah I would play like a Nuno mendez or you know someone like that yeah I think that's fine
1: yeah it's um, like either Nuno mendez or like Vitinha or Sure, I mean, right right
2: but like no 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 yeah I right like I, I would play three defenders in that case um in
1: mm-hmm.
2: the case I wouldn't if like what if you want to play like KDB, Cruz, and Sobasly? I don't know. Or let's say some midfielder in that range. This you, is in cash? Can, yeah, I don't know. He's better than those defenders. At least I think so. He's better than the 5K defenders. I'm just, again, I'm just I'm just throwing options out there. Three defenders seems okay though. You know, we just mentioned there's all these guys that take sets. I just right. don't think any of them are standout plays. But, like, for, for cash, it seems fine.
1: You mentioned Sobosly, so I have to ask, in the Premier League slates, we always said do not play teams going to Brighton because Brighton just eat up teams with how they play. Now Grand Potter is at Chelsea. Do you th- I mean, this is their first match with them, so this is probably thinking too much about it, but – no,
2: I don't think you are. I just think that Solskjaer now plays for Leipzig and not so. And Leipzig plays against Real Madrid.
1: Is that what? Oh dude? my gosh! Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, okay. I don't know what I was thinking. All right, forget what I said. Just forget. No, you know, if that. you
2: can confuse uh, RBS and RBL. I mean. <laughs> It makes sense, especially considering that solvus came from Salzburg.
1: <laughs> I just saw Seawalled at 3,900, and for some reason that was in my mind against Chelsea. But forget forget that correlation there. So, all right. But, okay, goalkeeper, um, I think yesterday it was Porto had the best clean sheet odds, and their odds were 44%. Uh, Diago Costa was sixty one hundred. And he gave up four goals. <laughs> he gave up four goals. He I played him goal- in cash. Yeah, right. He was the worst goalkeeper on the slate. And he was 6,100. I think the first over 6K goalkeeper we've had this season in, I think, all formats. This slate, we have three teams with better than 45% clean sheet odds. Donnarumma is 5,900. Ederson, 5,800. And I guess Mendy's out, so Capa is 5,700. Are you going to try and spend up at goalkeeper with three teams having pretty close uh, clean sheet odds here? Um, you Depends know, if I'd you like, get so- Soba slide, huh?
2: Right. No, yeah, right. Exactly. Then, then I wouldn't be able to, um, but you know, you might want to, I don't know. Goalkeeper is always the tough question for me, especially for cash games. Like, yeah, you'd like to afford Dunnarumma if you can get there. Maybe it's worth it. to. Maybe it's worth it. I don't know. But is are those odds good enough? Or are any of those guys' odds good enough? I mean. <laughs> I don't really have an answer for this one. Like Jordan usually gives the good goalkeeper answer. Right. This site's a weird one. This site's a weird one, though, because you have. I don't know. You have Messi and KDB to pay for. Um, but you can save money at defender like it and still play good defenders. Um, And you, I don't know. Yeah. You can at second forward too. I don't know. I'm torn about it on this one. I'm probably not going to spend up, Um, but I don't know. I'm thinking about it. I don't know. What do you think?
1: My first move was Matthew Ryan. Uh, I think he was actually former Brighton player. So just speaking about Grand Potter again, but Uh, Matthew Ryan for Copenhagen. He's 4400 Seems kind of cheap. Like, Sevilla are favored in this spot, but I don't know. I had had a similar feeling with what the Leverkusen-Atletico Madrid match yesterday Where It's like, why isn't Leverkusen favored? I mean, I'm not saying Copenhagen should be favored. I know Sevilla are a better team, but we did mention that, you know, this isn't the same Sevilla team even as a year ago, as five months ago. So, like, I I do think there are – is an advantage here for Copenhagen and like you're getting a home goalkeeper at 4,400. I don't, I just don't think it's the worst thing.
2: We're on the same page. I wrote up Matt Ryan in the article. So I'm also on Matt Ryan, um, Matthew Ryan. I don't know. Maybe he's not a Matt. I don't know. I'm, I'm also on Matthew Ryan. Um, Matthew. And yesterday I, I could only make five lineups cause I was out to dinner and I played Harideki on every, every lineup so you know it's this similar like like you mentioned um so yeah for this guy i see in the chat who's my goalkeeper like yeah i like you know me and adam like brian for like a cheap a cheap guy um expensive one (laughs) I don't know, you know, take your pick. If I had to pick one, I'm still going to take Donnarumma against Maccabi Haifa, but you can make arguments for the other guys. Um, if you're looking really cheap, trying to take take a little bit of risk, the Maccabi Haifa keeper has the most save upside on the slate, I would say. I would say that, P.S. yeah, against PSG. Um, you know, and then, I don't know, Chelsea. Chelsea haven't been like greatest first match with Graham Potter, so you know you could play this cone guy, but yeah, I mean, I'll say Matthew Ryan. Oh, you could play this the Rangers keeper too. Sorry, Rangers at home definitely. Rangers mm-hmm. have pulled off plenty of upsets in
1: Europe. Yeah, I'd say for expensive, I'd say Capa. I think Graham Potter is going to want a clean sheet in his first match. Uh, you know, not that he's he can do I that mean, himself i think but... thomas
2: Tuchel wanted a clean sheet in <laughs> all of his recent matches <laughs> all right well i mean you know you know what yeah. i mean but no i i i you know we like graham potter and his style mm-hmm. so yeah, you know I I, I I see what you're saying
1: yeah i would not play bono Ugh, bono at 5200 um Perrin at 5100 that's fine yeah i mean whatever you got a, you got a wide range here. There's this is again. This is the first seven match slate in Champions League. So yeah, Lucas Santos continues to ask a few questions for us. I mean, we talked yeah. about three defenders already. Um, Steve is asking how he can prove how he can be more consistent in cash games. Do you have yeah, an answer okay. for this?
2: Um, definitely look at the best players' cash lineups. Um, every time you play cash, look at the best players cash lineups and try to figure out why they did those things. Um, Also like construction is important Um, where to spend up and where to spend down. Uh, Like who are the priorities and like, I don't know, it's tough, but keep, keep listening to us, you know, read the articles. We talk about, different aspects of cash every slate, you know, depending on what the slate calls for. So you, honestly, how you improve is you just keep playing and you, you just keep losing even. I mean, that's the, the way I got good. I mean, I lost a lot at the start. I mean, I think that's how that's how most people learn. I mean, that's how you have to learn some things.
1: I think... Champions League is just a different animal to where you almost can't even learn Champions League. You can't Champions League is a different game.
2: animal. You know, I'm yeah, Steve. Um, I'm 0 for three in Champions League cash. So like I'm not doing so hot either. Um, I'm pretty sure I'll be I'm pretty sure I'll be profitable at the end of the season, but yeah, Ch- Champs League is a different animal.
1: Mm-hmm. I think it was, I think it was, it must have been this, these teams last week where the champions or the cut line for cash games was like 144 or something, if I remember correctly. Just because you had all of the top guys get goals or go off kind of a thing and, you know, everyone had them. Uh, Yeah, I think that was right. The, maybe it was Kimmich Slate. Eh, It could have been the Kimmich Slate, but either way, I mean, it is a different animal. Like if you've just been watching like ceramax lineups in cash games for Champions League, he's absolutely all over the place. Mm-hmm. Widely regarded as like the top, you know, top mm-hmm. player, top cash player, and probably uses more spreadsheets than anyone. And his lineups have been absolutely wild. Yeah, uh, in cash. You know, games, yeah, that's a good so. point.
2: Cl- cash and especially in can- Champions League. It's not clear-cut most of the time, and it hasn't been clear-cut this year. But still, you know, look at the top players' lineups and try to figure out why they did what they did is what I would say. Um, I had one – oh, this guy – is there – is a PSG? Is that a showdown tonight? Some guys asking about Mbappe captain. It must be. It must okay, be. Okay, well, Mbappe captain, you're probably going to need a hat trick from him with, with the way the pricing is. Now, I mean, right. that, that, can, that can happen – um, but like, I
1: would look at. All right. On second thought, PSG are not the showdown. So I don't know what he's actually asking. So okay. I, I don't out. know
2: either. <laughs> Just trying to see if there was any questions in
1: here. Yeah. Someone uh, is done with expensive goalkeepers after spending 6,100 on Costa. That's uh, fine.
2: I mean, some slates it's easy to do and some slates it makes sense, but yeah, you can be done with them, especially on slates like this.
1: I think we said it yesterday. I mean, we saw Premier League slates where we had 60% clean sheet odds, different right. situations. And then we have the 6100 Costa, but he, you know, he had a 10% better clean sheet odds than anyone else on the slate, so it, it it made us think about Costa and there's no one really to spend on, so that that was the reason a lot of people went to him. Obviously, it was a bad reason, but that was a reason so i mean you can't really compare all these slates and be like i'm done with expensive goalkeepers right yeah every slate's
2: different mm -hmm. yeah but champions league is definitely different than premier league and uh you know porto got taught a lesson yesterday by bruges and you know we all at least or me should have learned a little bit of a lesson too that like you know just because porto is a pretty big favorite with a two implied total doesn't mean they can't lose five to nothing to a team that's like, honestly, like those teams are relatively similar in terms of, of quality, but, but still it just like anything can happen.
1: Yeah. I'm kind of upset. Cause those odds kind of swayed me yesterday. I was Me
2: too, man. I made them. I, I mean, I wouldn't I, say I made a mistake. I just, I played. I, I, I didn't play as much Bruges as I like thought. I, I al- like I was considering Bruges. I kept landing on some Bruges guys, and then yeah, I just didn't didn't end up doing it. I I did end up playing some Olsen, but yeah, I I agree with you. I should have considered them more.
1: We said on the slate, it was like we saw a week ago with Benfica, the biggest fair in the slate, and they disappointed. And it's like, why can't this happen again? And then. Instead of, like, going against that, we were just both like, okay, yeah, Porto, good uh, tournament route.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and that turned out to, yeah, be wrong, you know. But sometimes the pricing influences that as well. When you have guys on Porto that are under 5K, you know, it's tough to ignore. Mm Kind of got thrown for a loop, too, with Otavio starting, but, you know, anyways—
1: but, yeah, so it's for this one, uh, we, I mean, we kind of covered everything. We kind of covered cash. We kind of covered tournaments. But any, any last thoughts here? Uh, if you had to pick between Manchester City and PSG, stacking one of those teams, what team would it be? Stacking them in tournaments? Yeah. Tournament. Or, uh,
2: obviously, obviously, yeah. Um, PSG would be my pick if, if I had to pick between one. Um, I think, you-, you know, the pricing, the pricing makes it more difficult, but –
1: They do have cheap midfielders. They have cheap defenders. So yeah.
2: And I just think, you know, besides Holland, the PSG guys like have more hat trick upside, I guess I would say than than the other city guys. Um, but you know, I'll say it again. A good route for tournaments would be to not play any of these guys or maybe Mm -hmm. play one, maybe play one. Um, like for instance, we didn't even speak about these two guys. I mean, we could you could talk about this slate forever,
1: but we haven't mentioned. Vinny no one's Jr. gonna play
2: these Real Madrid forwards. Right? Okay. I mean, no one's gonna. I mean, Vinny Junior is an unbelievable player. He scored in five straight matches, and I mean, yeah, I mean, this is what you're always gonna get in the Champs League. Like, like I'm telling you, you, you wait till you see the ownership on some of these guys, and then watch the games, and you'll be like, oh, that guy could have had two. That guy could have had two. That and you know. That's what wins these slates.
1: Yeah, you just get the guys who aren't popular and it seems like if your name is smaller than Messi, if your name is smaller than Mbappe or Holland, they're not gonna be popular.
2: Yeah, and here's the here's the other thing. Guy like guys that aren't popular in Premier League, like don't usually have good chances to score two goals. But guys who aren't popular in Champions League can can score races much easier
1: I think my play here is if Andreas Cornelius starts uh, he's dealing with the minor issue here I'm plugging him in he's 5k home against Sevilla we've talked about the Sevilla back line multiple times in this show Cornelius will be in at least one of my tournament lineups uh, just like a 5k forward here
2: yeah okay I like that yeah I mean makes sense. I you know, I hate making calls on like <laughs> who's going to but you know, I'll say that uh Vlahovic scores for for Juve at 6700.
1: Okay. I, like we keep mentioning the Sevilla, but like you look at what they've done this season. They've allowed multiple goals in every match this season outside of one when they oh, play. yeah, it's a
2: great match to target. It's a great great match to target. Yeah, and and people probably won't as much as they should.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just can't mention enough that this Sevilla team is not the same as previous ones. They gave up two goals at Almeria, two goals at Osasuna, two goals at Espanyol. This is not the same. Right. Sevilla so you team. can play,
2: you can play Copenhagen against them.
1: Yeah. Just stand. They got some talented players. players, six yeah. Copenhagen players with Mbappe and Holland there's your squad. Let's win some money. Ryan, any other thoughts? Nah. <laughs> All right. Rotowire.com slash soccer trial. You can get this cheat sheet. This cheat sheet that includes seven matches on it, and you can get pretty much everything else we have at Rotowire with the subscription free 10-day trial. But that's it. That's it for Champions League. We got international break coming up. We may have something with Premier League for this weekend. We'll see. It's kind of some weird slates. Uh, we'll, we'll see what DraftKings gives us, um, but usually, I don't know, there will be one big slate, um, but we may have content, we may not. But Ryan, you can find him at Ryan Bolangi on Twitter. I am at RotoZadroik, and that's it for Wednesday's slate. Good luck, everyone. Good luck, Ryan, and we'll see you all later. Yep, thanks, Adam. Good luck, everybody.